and a one, two, three, four. Welcome everybody to the Life Point Table Talk podcast. My name is Jason, and today we are continuing on our Bible reading reflection. We are reading through the Bible in a year. What a journey it has been. And we are coming in today at week 30. It is July 29th. It's a beautiful hot day outside. And a great day to get into the Word here. Today we are going to be in the Psalms. Psalm 38 through 58. We're going to finish up the book of Acts. We got Acts 23 through 28. Lots of fantastic stuff today. Flying solo today. By my lonesome. But it's going to be great. So let's jump into it, shall we? We're going to start in the Psalms. Lots of twists and turns. Um, Some of my favorite Psalms. They're all so good. Uh, but some especially delicious, extra good psalms today. So let's jump into it. We're going to start at Psalm, Psalm, with an extra P, Psalm 38. All right. This is a psalm of David written to get God's attention or to remember. He says, Lord, don't... Continue to punish me. Because of my sin, I am sick. It is a heavy load, too much to bear. My wounds fester from my sins. I mourn all day. You know my heart's desire. My heart races and I'm weak. My friends and my neighbors avoid me. They speak evil of me. I have admitted my wrong. But those who are against me are numerous. Don't abandon me. Hurry and help me, Lord. Hurry and help me, Lord. It's a prayer. Let's see. Psalm 39. Psalm by David for music director Jeduthun. I will watch what I say so I don't sin with my words. Check this out. He's going to try to not speak a certain way around uh, evil people. I put a muzzle over my mouth when I'm around evil people. I stayed quiet and held my urge to speak. Now finally I speak. Lord, help me to know how short my life is. The Psalms, Psalms really get into this a lot. Really, the Old Testament especially. Over and over again, they talk about the brevity of life. Help me to see with perspective. Even those who seem secure are a vapor. People go through life as mere ghosts. We get wealth, but where does it go? What can I rely on? You are my only hope. Deliver me from my sins. You have disciplined me almost to death. People are just vapor. Hear my cry. 
I am a foreigner here just like my ancestors. Look away from me so I can be happy before I die. Um, a lot of heavy stuff there, that Psalm 39, but it's, it, um, that one really resonates with me um, from the beginning to end, trying to, trying to hold back, hold back his words, speak properly, not, not, uh, you know, complain, not uh, be accusatory toward the Lord, and at the same time, um, uh, just overwhelmed, you know, uh, by by the fragility of life, uh, by its quickness, how how out of control it seems. Uh, it's literally just all uh, uh, moving, like vapor, like he says, like vapor. It's all kind of melting. Uh, not a lot of solid ground there. What can I rely on? You're my only hope. Uh, that's about as deep as it gets for the human condition um, to speak to our hearts in that way and that kind of in that kind of honesty. Um, that's why I love these psalms; they're beautiful. Psalm forty. This is forty. It's for all the U two fans out there who have heard this one. Um, it's it's a uh, one of my favorites. Psalm by David for music director. I waited on the Lord and he heard my cry. He lifted me up out of the watery pit and out of the mud. He placed my feet on solid ground. Now think of that too um, with what we just read in 39. What can I rely on? Everything is falling, you know, like vapor. There's no, no sturdiness. He goes right into, I waited on the Lord and he heard my cry. He lifted me up. And placed me on solid ground. He gave me a reason to sing a new song. May many see what God has done so they might swear allegiance to him. How blessed are those who trust in God and does not turn towards the proud. You have accomplished amazing things, Lord. I want to declare your deeds to everyone. Sacrifices and offerings are not your primary concern. That theme will come up later as well. The law is was written for me. Obedience is what you want from me. I want to do your will. You deliver those who do your will. May your love always protect me. Danger surrounds me. My sin overwhelms me. My sins are more than the hair on my head. Rescue me. Hurry and help. May those who wish me harm be ashamed. Those who laugh at me be ashamed. May those who seek you be happy. I'm oppressed and in need. You are my deliverer. Do not delay. So I love the, I love the way these psalms, um, they, they mix praise and lament and prayer and the turns, uh, the sometimes it's the the focus is not necessarily a praise or prayer or lament. It's all mixed together. It's all there. At the beginning, he's he's 
he's praising. He's 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 saying what the Lord has done for them, done for him. He he waited on him. He heard his cry. He lifted it up, lifted him up, put him on solid ground. But then by the end, he's saying, "I'm oppressed and in need. You are my deliverer. Do not delay." Hmm. The praise and the prayer. Forty-one. A psalm by David for music director. Blessed are those who treat the poor with mercy. May the Lord protect, heal, and save them. Now, I thought this was funny because I was reading notes on it. And um, he's saying this from the from the start, really, because uh, it's for him. He's talking about himself. So he says, I pray you have mercy on me. Heal me, for I have sinned. So he's saying he's treated the poor with mercy. And may the Lord protect and heal those people, those people like me. My enemies want me dead. People only pretend to be my friends. Then they slander me. My most trusted friends turn against me. Man, David, David went through some stuff, man. From the highest highs of probably most celebrated guy on the planet to his best friends turning against him. Uh... You hold me up because of my integrity. You let me in your presence. The Lord deserves praise forever. 42, a song by the Korahites for music director. A well-written song. This well-written song, that's the translation. I'm using the NET. There's different translation. A con- contemplative song, a, a song imparting moral wisdom, skillfully written song. Um... They go with well-written song. I, I kind of like it, I guess. Uh, 42, goodness, this is, uh, this is, this is one, of, one of my uh, favorites, obviously a famous one, this longing for the Lord in his presence. As the deer longs for streams of water, so I long for you, O God. I thirst for the living God. When will we be in your presence again? I cannot eat and I weep. My enemies say, where is your God? I remember and now I weep. I remember when I was with the great crowd of worshipers in the temple shouting and giving thanks. These lines here, so good. Self-talk, guys. For your mental health, for your emotional health. Why are you depressed, O my soul? Why are you upset? Wait for God. I will give thanks again. I am depressed, so I pray to you. Deep calls to deep. At the sound of your rushing waterfall, the waves overwhelm me. You declare your love through the day, and at night you give me a song. I pray to the God of my life. Why do you ignore me? My enemies taunt me. Where is your God? Their words cut me to the bone. Why are you depressed, my soul? Why are you upset? Wait for God. I will give thanks again to God for his saving intervention. Psalm 43. uh, A lot of people think this is a continuation of Psalm 42. It has that same refrain speaking to uh, his own soul, which, which I love. Vindicate me and fight for me. Deliver me from evil men. Why do you reject me? Why do you let my enemies oppress me? 
Send your light and your faithfulness. It will lead me back to you. Send your light. I love that. Then I will give thanks to God with ecstatic joy. I will play to you on the harp. I love that. Again, why are you depressed, my soul? Why are you upset? Wait for God. I will give thanks again for his saving intervention. Psalm 44, a psalm by the Korahites. The Korahites were the descendants of Korah, who was Moses' cousin. Uh, Korah uh, was kind of a character. At one point, I think he tried to, he was part of a coup against Moses. Um, he got taken out, but his descendants lived on, and from them uh, came, I guess, this famous uh, uh, group of singers and musicians, a certain division of singers, and they wrote quite a few psalms here. For the music director, a well-written song. O oh God, we have clearly heard from our ancestors what you did in ancient times. You defeated nations and settled our fathers in their land. I love this. It was not their strength that gave them victory, but by your power, your strength, your good favor, you were kind to them. I do not trust in my power or my weapons, but through your strength. I will defeat my enemies. Through your strength, I will defeat my enemies. In God will I boast and will continually give thanks to your name. I'll check this turnout. Selah. Pause. Now he takes a turn. But you, re you rejected us and embarrassed us. And you didn't go into battle with us. Those who hate us dominate us. We are humiliated. This has happened even though we have not rejected you or violated your covenant. We have been faithful. You know this. Because you left us, we are defeated. Wake up. Why are you asleep? Why do you not care about us being mistreated? Rescue us because of your loyal love. Incredible. I love that the scriptures are wild, man. Um, it's, got a, it's got a certain truthiness because of things like that to me. Um, uh it's it's uh is it not just the humanity but the the turns it takes it's not neat and tidy that's like in the in the that's a very relational uh kind of way of speaking saying you know remembering what the lord has done for for us for our people how he was there for them with his strength he's the one who supplied their their uh victory through his power his strength his good favor and he's not showing up where is he where are you lord literally tells him wake up why are you asleep wow incredible um i think 45 another one by the core heights a song by the core heights for music director a well written poem love song this is a love song to the king. Now this is this is pretty amazing. They're almost deifying uh, uh, David here. My heart is my heart is stirred by this beautiful song. I have composed it for the king. You are the most handsome. Your words are impressive. It shows you are blessed. 
Put on your armor and your royal robes and ride out for justice. You will accomplish mighty acts and will be victorious over your enemies. Nations will fall at your feet. Your throne is permanent like God's. That's what I'm saying. He's almost, they're almost going into uh, uh, the God King, uh, which a lot of ancients did. Because you love justice and hate evil, you are anointed, elevated above your companions. Your clothes and your palace are, are beautiful. Stunning princesses honor you. Your sons will carry on your dynasty. Your greatness will be remembered from generation to generation. Now that's true. We're sitting here today, quite some time later, speaking about the greatness of, of David. Incredible. Um, Psalm 46. By the Korah Heights for music director, a song according to the Klamath style, Klamath style. Uh, God is our refuge in times of trouble. Because of him we do not fear when the earth shakes and the mountains fall into the sea. Beautiful poetry there. Rivers of peace and prosperity bring joy to the city of God. Nations are in an uproar and overthrown. But God shouts and the earth dissolves. The God of heaven's armies is on our side. He brings an end to wars on earth. He breaks the weapons of war. He says, stop striving. Stop fighting and recognize I am God. I will be exalted above all the nations of earth. The Lord of heaven's armies is on our side. Psalm 47, a psalm by the Korahites for music director. All nations clap your hands and shout in celebration to God. He is the king of the whole earth. He puts nations under his feet. He gave us a special land. He ascends amid the shouts of praise of his people. Inhabits the praise of his people. Um, actually says he ascends, ascends amidst the shouts and praises of his people. Sing to God. Sing a well-written song. The kings of the nations, the Gentiles, and the people of Abraham, the Jews. He has authority over them all and is highly exalted. Psalm 48, a psalm by the Korahites, a song. The Lord is great and worthy to be praised in the city of our God. Zion is a source of joy for the whole earth. I love these, they incorporate this uh, uh, Zion and the city of God. A lot of these are, are, are kind of um, celebrating their, their nation and their people. God is its defender. Kings come together against it and are terrified unto the retreat. We have seen God's mighty deeds. In your temple we reflect on your loyal love. You receive praise from the ends of the earth. Zion rejoices. Tell the next generation God is our defender forever. Mm. Psalm 49, Psalm by the Korahites for music director. Everyone in the world, rich and poor, listen to this. Everyone gather around and listen. I will sing an insightful and wise song. Why be afraid in times of trouble? When evil men threaten me, 
They trust in wealth, but they cannot pay off God. The price for human life is too high, and they will go to their final destination. (laughs) You will experience death no matter what. It's unavoidable. Wise people die. The fool dies too. And the spiritual go to the grave forever. Unspiritual go to the grave forever. People do not last. This theme of the of the life goes fast, the brevity of life. They take pride in their philosophies, but follow one another to the same place, to the grave. It is the destiny of fools. Like sheep, they travel to Sheol with the shepherd of death. Mm. Wow. When the day of vindication dawns, the godly rule, rule over them, and they will be consumed by Sheol. But God will rescue me from Sheol. Don't be afraid when men become rich, because, because no one takes wealth with them when they die. The great leveling. Wealthy people don't understand that they will perish just like animals. Mm-mm-mm. Psalm 50, a psalm by Asaph. Now this one, this one's really interesting to me. Um, if you think about some of the ancient times and ancient ways and rituals and things, um, um, this this particular psalm is fascinating and it's it's both comforting and uh a little bit scary so this is psalm 50 a psalm by asaph god calls and summons the earth to come forward he comes in a raging fiery storm he summons all all on earth he summons all in the heavens to be judged Assemble my covenant people before me. I am the judge. Listen when I speak. I am God and I accuse you. And this is what I'm talking about. Not because of your sacrifices. I don't need them. It all belongs to me. If I were hungry, I would not tell you. I do not eat the flesh of bulls or drink goat's blood. Now that's interesting because they use that kind of verbiage quite often. Uh, when they're talking about the sacrificial system and whatnot, it's like almost described as food, food for food for God, food for the gods. Um, but he says this: present to God a thank offering, complete your vows, your promises to God, pray to me when you are in trouble. I will deliver you, and you will honor me. To the evildoer. How can you talk about my covenants and commands? You hate instructions. You associate with evil people. You speak evil and deceive. Here's this. Here's the one. Here's the big one. You think I am like you. He's. It says because I'm because I've been quiet. You think I am like you. That's the part that really um, I find. I find uh, um, inspiring uh, that he's not like us. And also, um, it makes me uneasy. How, how, how do I think, how do I think God 
is uh or 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 what he likes and what he wants where am i off in that these these folks were obviously off um you think i am like you but i condemn you be careful those who reject god there will be no rescue for you mm Mm-mm-mm. whoever presents a thank offering to me honors me this credit comes this incredible all this he's saying i don't want the the flesh of bulls or the goat's blood i want the gratitude Whoever presents a thank offering to me honors me. Whoever obeys, I want obedience, obeys my commands. I will show you my power to deliver them. Present to God a thank offering. Complete your promises to God. Obey him and pray to him when you are in trouble. That's a view of... uh, a simplified um, uh, powerful view of of uh, the walk of of uh, faith walking in faith uh, with God incredible um, okay psalm fifty one a psalm by David for music director written when Nathan the prophet confronted him after David's affair with Bathsheba. Have mercy on me, O God. Because of your loyal love, your compassion wipes away my sin. Wash away my wrongdoing. Cleanse me of my sins. I know I sinned against you, and I will never forget it. Above all, I did wrong towards you. You're right to condemn me. I've been guilty of sin from birth, a sinner the moment I was conceived. Interesting theology, right there. Uh, you want integrity in my inner man, and you want me to follow wisdom. Grant me the joy of being forgiven. Hide your face from my sin. Create for me a pure heart. Mm, this is powerful. Renew a reliable spirit within me. Do not reject me. Do not take your Holy Spirit away from me let me experience the joy of your deliverance give me the desires to obey that that's incredible that's a way to pray i will teach of your mercy i will teach rebels of your mercy is actually what he says rescue me from the guilt of murder give me the words and i will praise you you won't reject the humble and he turns it, do what's good for Zion. Then you will accept the sacrifices on your altar. All right, Psalm 42. Psalm by David for music director. Well-written song written when Doug, it looks like Doug, I'm sure it's not Doug, the Edomite went and informed Saul that David was at the home of Amalek. Amalek. Why do you boast of evil, O powerful man? God's love protects me all day. You make evil plans, you speak evil words, but God will bring you to ruin. You will be mocked because you do not trust in God. I always trust in God's love. 
Psalm 53, a psalm by David for music director, the style of Macaulay. Fools say there is no God. God looks for those who do right, but humans are corrupt. All humans are corrupt. None do what is right, not even one. Those who are evil do not understand. God destroys those who attack his people. I wish the delivery of Israel would come and restore his people. May Israel rejoice. Psalm 54, a psalm by David for music director, accompanied with strings, well-written song, written when Ziphites told Saul David was with them. I think I messed that up. God, deliver me from your name. Listen to my prayer. Pay attention to what I say. Men who do not re reject you attack me. Men who reject you attack me. May those against me be repaid for their evil. Show your faithfulness and destroy them. I will give a sacrifice and thanks to you. I will give thanks to your name. You will rescue me from my trouble. Psalm 55, a psalm by David for a music director, well-written song accompanied by strings. Have mercy and listen to my prayer. I am beside myself with distress. The wicked attack and taunt me. My heart is racing. I'm afraid of dying. Panic overtakes me. This is awesome. It's the the hero. This is our hero. The the courageous David. My heart is racing and I'm afraid of dying. Panic overtakes me. I wish I had wings of a dove and I would fly away to a safe place. I will escape to the wilderness. Confuse your plan, O Lord. There is violence in the city day and night, violence and deceit in the city. If it were just my enemies, I could bear it, but it's my close friends. His friends have turned against him. We were so close, but now they can go to hell. As for me, I will call on the Lord. Night and day I will cry to him. He will rescue me. They refuse to change and do not fear God, attacking their own friend. They use smooth words, but they have animosity in their hearts. God will not let his people down. He will bring the evil ones down. Their lives will be cut short, but we, I will trust in God. Psalm 56, Psalm by David for music director. In the Yonath Elam Rukum style, Written when the Philistines uh, captured Gath. Have mercy, O God. Men attack and torment me all day long. Many fight against me. But when I'm afraid, I trust in you. I praise your word and your promises. I am not afraid because I trust in you. They follow and stalk me waiting to take my life. Bring them down. You keep, you keep track of my misery. You store my tears in a container. You record them all in your book. My enemies will turn back when I cry to you for help. What can man do to me? I will give you a thank offering when you deliver me from death. You keep me from falling so I can serve you and enjoy my life. Psalm 57, a psalm by David for music director. Written when he fled uh, from Saul into a cave. Have mercy, I have taken shelter in you. 
I take shelter under your wings until trouble passes. I cry to you for help. Send help from heaven. Send your loyal love. I'm surrounded by lions. Rise up, God. I am discouraged. They made a trap for me, but they will follow into it. I am determined to sing praise to you. Determined. Awake my soul and awaken the instrument and the harp. At dawn I will rise. I will give thanks before the foreigners. For your love is beyond the sky. It reaches the clouds. Rise up, O God. Psalm 58 by David, a prayer for music director in the style of Al-Tashkath. Are the rulers really just? No, they deal out in violence. Wicked go astray from birth like poisonous snakes. God breaks their teeth. He smashes the jaw of the lion. They will wither like grass. The godly will rejoice. This is intense. The godly will enjoy rejoice in your vengeance, God. They will bathe their feet in the blood of the wicked. People will see and say the godly are rewarded. There is a God who judges the earth. Wow. Okay. That's our our Old Test Old Testament reading. For today, that was Psalm 38 through 58. Went through a lot there. Now, let's jump over to Acts. We are um, finishing up Acts here. Acts ends uh, focusing on Paul's journey. Um he had gone to Jerusalem after much warning not to go. And, of course, he gets there and uh, all hell breaks loose. And uh, they are trying to kill him. He ends up uh, being taken to trial. And he goes to a couple different trials. At this point, Paul has been sent to Caesarea under Governor Felix. And he's going to have a trial there. After five days, Ananias and a group of elders and an attorney named Turlus come to bring formal charges. The attorney accuses Paul of being a troublemaker and stirring up riots among the Jews and as a ringleader of a sect of Nazarenes. Now this this sort of pattern continues where the, the chief priest are accusing him, and uh, the ruling Roman authority doesn't really know what to do with it because they really don't care about uh, the Jewish law or religion. So they uh, are stuck, too, because Paul is a Roman citizen. And so they don't know exactly what to do with Brother Paul, so he gets keep keeps getting moved around. So he's accused of being a troublemaker and stirring up riots. Paul responds, he says, I went to Jerusalem to worship and I did not stir up anything. They can't prove a thing they're accusing me of. I came to worship God, the God of my ancestors, according to the way. I believe everything according to the law and the prophets. 
but I believe there will be a resurrection of the righteous and the unrighteous. I was in Jerusalem to bring gifts to the poor and present offerings. They found me not stirring up any crowd. There are other Jews also from Asia from his previous trips who should be here who have uh, who are part of bringing these charges against me. They should be here. I said it before, I'm really on trial here concerning the resurrection of the dead. This is fascinating to me, this resurrection of the dead. Um, at first I thought he, and maybe he is, he was using it to uh, kind of pit the, the Pharisees and Sadducees against each other because they had different beliefs on the resurrection of the dead. Um, and that's that's part of it, but I think also it has to do with specifically the resurrection of Jesus. That's often uh, in Paul's ministry, whether it's whether it's um, uh, the Jewish religion or pagan religions, when it gets to the resurrection um, of Jesus, that seems to be uh, when he crosses a line. People can't follow him there, and it, it, it causes trouble. So Felix adjourns the hearing. He orders a centurion to guard Paul, but gives him freedom. Days later, Felix hears Paul speak about his faith in Christ, and it frightens Felix. He sends him away, but he keeps sending back for Paul because he's uh, he actually wants Paul to bribe him. He thinks Paul is going to give him money, so he keeps bringing him around. Uh, obviously, Paul doesn't do that. So it, he's there for two years, two years. Uh, eventually, Fe Felix dies, and he has a successor named Festus. Uh, Felix had just left Paul in prison. Uh, so we get into 25. Festus goes to Jerusalem. Uh, again, the chief priests are bringing charges against Paul. This is two years these guys really want to get rid of Paul. They want him to bring Paul to Jerusalem so they can ambush him on the way and kill him. Uh, Festus says, go to Caesarea and bring their charges formally there. So again, they go to Caesarea. They, bring, uh, they have a trial. Uh, they bring charges they can't prove. Paul responds. Again, he says, I have committed no offense to the Jewish law or the temple or against Caesar. Uh, Festus wants to, Jews, to, to do the Jews a favor, so he asks Paul, are you willing to go to Jerusalem to be tried before me there? And Paul responds, he says, I'm, I'm before you right now on trial. I'm not trying to escape. I've done nothing wrong. And here's where things change. He appeals to Caesar. I appeal to Caesar. Uh, because he's a Roman citizen, they have to listen to this. Um, or they do listen to it. And so he says, Festus says, you appeal to Caesar, then to Caesar you will go. So again, they, another ruler who really can't quite figure out what to do with Paul. He's kind of stuck uh, between the Jewish chief priests who want to kill him and the fact that he's a Roman citizen and that 
they really don't care about the Jewish law that he's broken and see no reason to kill him. So uh, King Agrippa, he's a, one of the rulers of a part of Palestine, comes uh, along with Bernice. That's a whole other story there. Um, so King Agrippa and Bernice come. They visit Caesarea to pay respect to Festus. Festus uh, explains uh, Paul and all that's going on with him, and he wants Agrippa to hear from Paul and uh, to get advice from Agrippa on what to do. So they have this big meeting in the large auditorium hall where they meet. There's great pomp, and uh, they make a big deal out of it. King Agrippa come and Bernice, and Festus says... Uh, this is in front of all the people. All the Jewish pe populace has asked for Paul to be put to death, but I see no reason. And Paul has appealed to the emperor, but before I send him, I need to know what to write because I don't know what to say. Again, he doesn't know what to do with Paul. Acts 26, Agrippa tells Paul to speak for himself. This is, this is in the uh, uh, great auditorium there. Uh, Paul says, I'm fortunate to appeal to you because you know Jewish custom. Uh, the Jews know I was raised uh, strictly under the law and lived as a Pharisee. I stand trial because of my hope in God's promise to our ancestors. Why do people think it's unbelievable God raises the dead? I was also convinced before to be hostile to the name Jesus Christ. And arrested and sentenced to death his followers. I punished them and tried uh, to force them to blaspheme. I persecuted them uh, even in foreign cities. Then he tells what happened to him on the road to Damascus. He talks about the light from heaven. A voice in Aramaic spoke to him. Why are you persecuting me? And I love it. Uh, you are hurting yourself, kicking against the goads, kicking against the prigs. Paul, who are you? Paul says, who are you? The voice says, I am Jesus. I have chosen you to witness, uh, to be a witness. I will rescue you from your people. I'm sending you to open their eyes, to turn from darkness to God so they can receive forgiveness and be sanctified among those who believe in me. So Paul says, I've followed that vision since it happened. I've declared repentance to, in all Judea and to the Gentiles, God has helped me proclaim the message. Uh, and this is interesting. The message is what the prophets and Moses said was going to happen. And right in the middle while Paul's speaking, Festus yells out, Paul, you have lost your mind. Your studying has made you crazy. But Paul says, I haven't lost my mind. I'm speaking rationally to you. I'm speaking freely because... Uh, Agrippa understands these things. Do you believe the prophets, King Agrippa? And Agrippa says, I think, I don't know, sarcastically, but also uh, as a nod to Paul, are you persuading me to be a Christian so quickly? And Paul says, I pray you and all who hear will become like me, except for that I have these chains on. I don't want that for people. Agrippa says, this man does not deserve death, and if he didn't appeal to Caesar, he could be released today. Now we're in 227. It's decided for Paul to sail to Rome. Paul is placed... 
uh, with some other prisoners handed over to a centurion, Julius. They sail off for Rome. They make several stops along the way in city ports. They stop uh, along the coast of Crete, uh, a place called Fairhaven. Paul advises the centurion the voyage will end in disaster. Lost to cargo ship in the ship in our lives. But the centurion listens to the captain instead of Paul. They sail out anyways. It starts off in good weather and a huge storm comes on them. The ship is violently battered. They have to start throwing uh, over the cargo. They're stuck in the storm for days. After many days, they couldn't see the sun or the stars. They've abandoned all hope to be saved. Paul stood up among them and says, this is amazing. You should have listened to me. We would have avoided this, but take courage. No one will lose their life, but only the ship will be lost. An angel came to me, uh, whom I belong to, that's interesting, and said, don't be afraid. You must stand before Caesar. God has granted you safety and all who sail with you, so keep your courage. I have faith in God, but we will run aground on some island. On the 14th day, uh, it goes through some other things. Some people try to escape, and they won't let them because Paul says if they do, then they can't be saved. Um, Paul er, uh, Paul is, is like keeping these guys together. He urges them to eat because it's important for them to survive. He says no one will lose a hair on his head. After that, this is beautiful, Paul takes bread, gave thanks, broke it, and ate. They all ate and were encouraged. The next day, they run the ship aground in a bay. So they're not sure where they are. Um, uh, the soldiers had planned to kill all the prisoners, but um, uh, the centurion stops them from doing that uh, because uh, he likes Paul. He wants to save his life. So they all swim to safety, some on uh, boards and little Uh, parts of the boat, Uh, but they all make it. We get into chapter 28 here. They find out they're on the island of Malta. The locals are kind. They build them a fire. At one point, Paul's gathering wood, and he's bit by a viper. Paul just shakes off the snake into the the fire. The locals are watching him. They're waiting uh, because it was poisonous for him to swell up and die, Uh, but it never happens. After a long time, they realize he's fine, and they think he's a god. Uh, eventually, they're taken to the chief. They stay there for three days. They're treated well. The chief's father is sick. Paul goes and prays for him, and he's healed. Uh, they kind of have a mini revival. It says many sick come, and he prays for them and are healed. Uh, uh, Paul is honored. They're given all the supplies they need for their journey. So after three months, there's another ship docked there uh, that they uh, end up taking. And they're back out on sea. And after passing through several cities, they finally reach Rome. And Paul is allowed to live by himself there with one soldier guarding them. He calls together all the Jewish leaders to tell them how he ended up there on trial. Uh... The leaders there haven't heard of him, but they're really curious uh, about the way. They've heard about the way and how everyone is against it. 
so they've heard about it, but not in a positive way. Uh, so they set a day with him, and many come to Paul, and he explains to them, testifies from the scriptures about Jesus to them. It says some are convinced, some are not. Eventually, Paul states through the Holy Spirit, the prophet Isaiah, and he quotes Isaiah 6, 9, and 10. Go to this people and say, you will keep on hearing, but will never understand. You will keep on looking, but will never perceive. For the heart of this people has become dull, and their ears are hard of hearing, and they have closed their eyes, so that they would not see with their eyes and hear with their ears, and understand with their hearts, and turn, and I would heal them. And Paul says, this salvation is also also being sent to the Gentiles. And at this, uh, they begin to argue among themselves. Um, it's incredible. Paul lives there for two years in rented quarters. He welcomes all who comes and boldly preaches the gospel. Despite all the attempts to stop it, the message goes forth. And that is where the book of Acts ends. Um, incredible. Paul finally makes it to Rome. And um, what a what a incredible journey Paul had. My goodness, all that he went through. Um, still, still going. Um, Acts is so incredible. Just seeing the the birth of the church, really, and um, the lives of the early apostles and the challenges they faced, and uh, um, uh, his interaction with both uh, religious uh, Judaism and um, pagan world at the same time, uh, revival and riots uh, seem to follow wherever they go. Incredible um, uh, um, story and account of um, Christianity, the birth of Christianity, really, and uh, awesome. Thank you so much, everybody. That's that's our reading for today. Um, uh, so so uh, awesome to be reading through the scriptures this year and uh hope you're able to read along as well if you're not just uh enjoy listening pretty much just uh uh giving you the cliff notes here on everything uh, so thank you continue to listen and share and we will be back next week for week 31 have a super awesome week everybody all right peace